1415 reads, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your fathers serve in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Today's message is love and service. Love and service. It's, it's so amazing how the scripture reading for today's verse in the Bible app was about love. God lined things up for his purpose, for his glory, for his glory. Love and service. Love leads to service, and service is an expression of love, of love. Jesus Christ is a great example of love, of love. Jesus Christ set a perfect example of love throughout his ministry here on earth. Jesus loves all people, the rich, the poor, the sick, the well, the weak, the strong, the young, the elderly. Scripture tells us that he is love. He is love. When Jesus lived here on earth, he taught us how to love. He showed us by the things he did for us, for mankind. Jesus is the great example of service. Jesus loved serving others. He was the perfect example of service. Jesus says in Luke twenty two twenty seven, 27, for who is greater, one who reclines at the table or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at the table? Jesus says, but I am among you as the one who serves. Hallelujah. 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 Matthew 20, 28 says, even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hallelujah. That's Jesus we're talking about. The name above all names. That's Jesus who came not to be served, but to serve. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus knew that when he came to earth to serve others and not to be served, Jesus shows his love for us by his service to us. By his service to us. And you may ask, do Jesus serve us? Yes, Jesus serves us. Who do you call on in your time of need? Jesus. Who do you call on when the enemy attacks? Jesus. Who do you call on when you need healing? Jesus, 
Who do you call on when you need that blessing or that supernatural miracle? Jesus. Jesus. And you, do, you know why he serves us? Do you know why Jesus serves us? Because he loves us. Because he loves us. Hallelujah. Jesus healed the sick in love. Jesus fed the hunger in love. Jesus cast out demons in love. Jesus prayed for us, interceded for us in love. Jesus gave his life for us in love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are called to love as Jesus loved. And then and only then will we be able to serve as Jesus served. Matthew 22, 37 through 39 reads, And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are commanded to love. We are commanded to love. Why would Jesus, above all else, above all else, command us to love him with our whole being? With our whole being. With our whole heart. All of our soul. All of our mind. And then he says, not only love me, but Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. These are the two greatest commandments. To love. To love. To love. He didn't ask for anything else. He did not ask for anything else. So I need us to take note of what he didn't ask for. He didn't ask for our time. He didn't ask for our money. And I say those two things because those are the two things that we sometimes refuse, refuse to give up. Our time and our money. Because we are sometimes selfish in our ways. We are selfish with our time. We are limited in our time in prayer. We're limited in our time of worship. We're limited in our time in his word. We're limited in our giving of our finances. Even though Jesus said, test me and see. Test me and see. I will open up the heavens and pour you out a blessing. But we refuse to give our last to anybody, even God, even God, even God. We are selfish in our ways. We won't even give to the one who loves us most. We won't even give to the one 
who died for us, our time and our money. Jesus. Jesus. But it's okay. It's okay because he didn't ask for it. It's all right. It's okay. He just asked you for your heart. He just asked you for your heart to love him with everything you have in you. That's it. Love. Love. Jesus says, love me. Love me. Love me. First. First, he says. And then he gave the second commandment. You should love your neighbor as yourself. See, Jesus knew that you could not love your neighbor without first learning to love him. First John tells us if anyone says, I love God but hates his brother or his sister, he is a liar. So if we claim to love the Lord our God, we must love all. We must love all. Oh, hallelujah. Deuteronomy eleven thirteen says, and if you will indeed obey my commandments, that I command you today to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. We are commanded to serve. We are commanded to serve. Jesus knew that his love for us would draw us into a love relationship with him. And Jesus, all-knowing, knew that those that truly love him would serve him and obey him. This is what he knew. That our love for him would lead us to a life of service. Our love for him would lead us into a life of service. Not only to him, but to all others as well. All others as well. Because if you truly love someone, if you truly love someone, you will be willing to do almost anything for them. Even, especially when they ask. Especially. My wife asks me to do all kinds of things that I don't want to do. But I love her. But I love her. I love her. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's the truth. We serve those, we serve those that we love. We serve those that we love. And I know I'm putting my foot in my mouth and it's going to come back later on today. But we serve those that we love. <laughs> so he commands us to love the Lord your God first. First. Then he says, not only to love me, more than any other thing in this world, but I need you to serve me with every part of your being, every part of your being, with all of your heart, with all of your soul. Jesus, question, how and where do we serve Jesus? Hold on. John 13, 34, 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. 
You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another. Yes. Jesus really didn't give any other instructions. Other than love. Other than love. Why is that? Why is that? No other instructions. Jesus, master, what can I do? Love. How can I help? Love. How can I save the world? Love. 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 See, love wasn't new, but the command itself was. Not to just love. Not to just love, but I need you to love each other as I have loved you. Hallelujah. Not just in the ordinary love, the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus. Love that serves. Sacrificial love. Love. But the first commandment is love the Lord your God First, serve the Lord your God first. And if there is any questions about why, it's because he first loved us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us so. 2 Corinthians 5.21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. So that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God. God the Father made his son, Jesus Christ, who did not know sin, to be sin for you and I. To be sin for us. So that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God. God offered us a deal of a lifetime, church. Because his great love for us, Paul says, the one who did not know sin became sin for us. Jesus took our sins to the cross, church, and left them there. He took our sins to the cross and left them there, left them hanging. Hallelujah. 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 When he died, our sins died along with him. They died along with him, church. And when he rose from the dead, our sins stayed buried. Our sins stayed buried. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God acted on our behalf because he loves us. Because he loves us. God the Father gave up everything to save you and I. Everything to save you and I. Jesus' death was an act of service that we could live. Jesus' death was an act of service so that we could live. He died so that we could live. The Bible tells us there's no greater love. There is no greater love. None. Jesus knew wherever there is love, there is service. Wherever there is love, there is service. Jesus knew that we really, if we really, really, really love him, the way he loves us, it will lead to us serving him and serving each other. 
He knew that. He knew that. Bearing wonderful, precious fruit. Precious fruit. All this love that God the Father expresses through Jesus was for us to lead a life of service. Love, he says. Love. See what love do. See what love provokes you to do. Love, the great commandment. The great commandment. Although the service that we do, Through our service of love, we will show the whole world who we are. Who we are. Disciples of Christ. Disciples of Christ. And who do we belong to? Our Father is our God in heaven. He says, show love. Show the world who I am, who you are, who you belong to, just by love. Love. John 15. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whoever you ask in the Father Father in my name, he will give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. Love is in everything that Jesus talks about. God chose us for service, not only salvation. He chose us for service, not only salvation. Jesus chose his disciples so they would produce fruit that would be useful for the kingdom of God. Useful for the kingdom of God that will reflect God's character. Service. We are chosen to produce fruit, church, meaning service. Meaning service that would be useful for God's kingdom. Reflect God's character through it. We were not just saved for going to heaven. We were not just saved just for going to heaven. It says he, Jesus, appointed them to go and bear fruit. Go and display your love for me. Go and put your love in action for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A mission that involves keeping his commandments. Loving him and loving others. Jesus knew that love would lead to serving him and serving others, church. Serving is the action of love. Serving is the action of love. Jesus paid the ultimate price to show us love. Jesus brought our redemption. He shed his own blood for us. No one has ever loved you like he does. No one. No one. Where would you go for that love? Where will you go to serve? 
Where will you go to serve? There is no one more worthy than Jesus. No one more worthy than Jesus. We become to know him. Then we grow to love him. And through that love, we desire to serve him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we serve him out of love. We serve him out of love, not obligation. We serve him out of love, not obligation. Now, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth one more time. (laughs) In our relationships, in our friendships, in our marriages. Why do we do the things that we do for others? Why? Why? Is it out of love or obligation? That's a question that's going to come up later, I know. (laughs) May we search our hearts and see, do we serve God out of love or obligation? Because he is God. May we search our hearts. May we search our hearts. 1 John 4, 16. So we have come to know and to believe the the love that God has for us. God is love. And whoever abides in love abides in God. And God abides in him. Living in the atmosphere of love means living in the atmosphere of God. Abiding in love means that love abides in you. And where love abides, there is unity. There is friendship. Where love abides, there is honesty. There is trust. Where love abides, there is peace. There is truth. And where love abides, Pride is not welcome. Pride is kicked to the curb. It's not welcome. Where love abides, there is a heart. There is a heart that's willing, that's willing to serve. Where love abides, there is a heart that is willing, willing to serve. Amen? God honors love. Not duty. God honors love. Not duty. God honors love as a motive for our service to him. Let's be motivated by love, not duty. We walk through those doors out of love, not duty. But he does not honor empty, unloving Duty. Well, I'm a member of the church, so let me get up out of bed and drag myself into the house of the Lord this morning for this hour, hour and a half. All right, let me open this book. Let me read a verse today so I can put it on my checklist. Man, I don't feel like going to Bible study. Man, I don't want to go to Bible study. Too much time. Too much time. I'm tired. I'm tired. 
But I'm a member, so I got to show my face, right? I got to show my face. Relationship over sacrifice. Relationship over sacrifice. A great man of God once told me, he said, Ron, the key to loving God is the same thing you do with your wife or your your girlfriend in a relationship. He said you begin to spend time, quality time with them. You begin to know them. You begin to get closer and closer day by day every time y'all talk. And then that getting to know turns into love. It turns into love. That's the same thing with Jesus. The more you get to know him, the more you spend time with him, the more you will grow to love him. And before you know it, you'll be in love with him. In love with him. We serve him out of our relationship with him. A relationship that is built on love, not sacrifice. That is built on love. Hosea 6.6 says, For I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. God is saying in this, I delight, but I find none of this in you. I find none of this in you, he says. Fill your hearts with the goodness, the holiness, trusting God's promises to be led to his will and in his will to serve. Jesus' life here on earth was a life of service, church, that was done out of love for the Father and love for us, for us. Not obligation, not duty, but love, but love. And we are here today, or are we here today, out of love or out of obligation and duty? Do we desire to come to God's house to serve out of love or out of obligation or out of duty? Do we really come to worship God, to honor God, to praise God out of love or obligation or duty? God knows, church. God knows. He knows. He knows. May we not deceive ourselves. May we not deceive ourselves. God is not fooled. The Bible tells us that God is not mocked. We will reap what we sow. May we sow out of love. May we sow out of love. May our hearts be of God and not of ourselves and not of ourselves. To know God is to love God. To love God, church, is to serve God. To serve God. And where do we go to serve God first? Where do we go to serve God first? His church. His church. Our service to God 
begins in his church. Our service to God begins in his church. The ministries of God begins in his church. Not in the comfort of our homes. Not in the comfort of logging in to social media. Not by our own wisdom. No. Not by our own so-called gifts. No. Not by our own might. Not by our own will. No. But by the Holy Spirit of God and the gifts that we receive by the love and grace of God through the service and sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. Our service to God begins in our hearts and that leads us to his church. It leads us to his church. The fruits of the Spirit begin in his church. The gifts of the Spirit begins in his church. The church is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The church is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Do you desire to know God? It begins in his church. Do you want to grow to love God? It begins in his church. Do you have a heart that wants to serve God? It begins in his church. Everything we do It's the service of someone or something. Everything we do. Everything, church. Everything. You can serve yourself. You can serve your pursuit of money. You can serve your pursuit of pleasure. You can serve your pursuit of power and status. And status. Or you can focus your life on the finding ways to serve God. Or you can focus your life on finding ways to serve God. The choice, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. Love and service. Let us stand in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time, Father. Thank you for our hearts, Father, that's open to your word. Thank you for your understanding, Father. Father, I ask that you touch every heart that's in this place today, Father. Let them understand when there is love, there is service. Father, you commanded us to love you first. That means serving you first, God. God, may our hearts align with your word, with your commandments, almighty God. And may the fruit of that love be shown out, showed out in our lives, God. And may we know that without following your commandments, God, it will be hard to find the fruit. It will be hard to find the fruit. God, as Chaz told us earlier that if we ask in your name, Jesus, why ask God before us all? 
open our hearts to want to serve out of love. Love for you, God, not obligation, not duty, not just because. But allow your love to draw us through these doors. Draw us to serve one another, to protect one another, to be there for one another, God. Father, we love you. We want more of you, God. Pour more of your love into us, God, that we may express it to others in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus. Joshua 24, 14. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And it is your evil, as if it's an evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose, choose this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But let it be, church. Let it be. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let it be, Jesus. Place it in our hearts to serve you, God. In Jesus' name. These altars are open. Amen.